Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> you had quite a, uh, a morning. Yeah, uh, I guess. Y- you guess? Yeah. What is it, is it not, not, you've had better, more exciting mornings? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, name one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Why must you lie? Why no, are you always lying? What? I don't know. Maybe the time <laughs> that I dropped the vacuum on my foot and then I had to lay on the floor writhing in pain. <laughs> I mean that sounds that sounds like classic Michelle. Yeah. And then there's the time the printer made you positive someone had broken into the house or was a ghost. That was in the like, evening. Not. Oh, the that morning. was in the evening. I apologize. That's that's me not being a very good friend. I'm sorry. I mean, why would you think it would be in the morning? Because like it's scarier in the evening. I'm sitting with my cat, and then I just hear movement. Well, so. that's exactly when you least expect it. So that's of course when it's coming true you know it's gonna get you there was a scene last night i went to see a movie called Mm -hmm. everything everywhere all at once and i cannot recommend enough that people go see it it's very very good it's a science fiction drama family i don't it's you're better off just going to see it it's two and a half hours long it's worth it trust me and you'll like it because there's Asian people in it. Um, I mean, it's 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 about an immigrant family in America. Uh, the parents are from China, and ironically, a movie that possibly will never get released in China. It's like full of nothing but stuff China won't allow in movies, like nonstop time travel, uh, heavy science fiction, um, positive uh, attitudes toward homosexuality, and uh, and Western thinking towards such things. Mm. But. It's a very charming movie, but there's a scene. I wish I could tell it to you without spoiling anything, but there's a scene that made me think of you so much that uh, I was like sitting there and I was like, I got to Michelle's going to see this movie someday. Like you, you yeah. have to, it's, it's really, it's really pretty great. In some ways, uh, the scene reminded me of you and I's friendship um, in that uh, uh, I am annoyingly Pollyanna and you are um, you. And, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it doesn't spoil it. Actually, if I, I had to think about it for a minute, how to describe it, basically there's a scene where, um, the, the movies about multiverses, lots and lots and lots of multiverses that mm-hmm. doesn't spoil anything. That's very clear early on. So there's a part where there's a multiverse where there is no life at all. So if you jump into that multiverse, you just become the, the thing that the matter you would have become, that would have become you was. So you just become like a rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a great part where there's just two rocks. Cause I'm not going to say anything about who the characters are. Cause that would spoil things, but there's just two rocks and they're both just sitting there. And the way they communicate is just text on the screen. So like one rock has white text and one rock has black text. So the one mm-hmm. rock is like, isn't this cool? And she's like, I don't know. I just worry about things. It's like, shh, just be a rock. That's the best part about this place is just be a rock. But then after some big things happen, that would be big spoilers. But after some big things happen, the rock uh, starts to become more fun. And the rock starts like coming toward the other rock. And it's like, stop moving. You can't do that. You're a rock. And the rock's just like, I'm going to get you. And that made me think of, I don't know why, but that made me think of our friendship. But the other rock was just like, I'm going to get you. So I really do think you need to see it Um, right now. It's only in theaters, but I think when it comes out, comes out, I'm going to, I'm going to get you a rental of it or something. Cause I think you would really enjoy it. I know you would really enjoy it. It's a very good movie. Make you cry. Um, So, and 
I, I made the mistake of saying, and you, I'm sure you have people like this, Michelle. I made the mistake of posting about it on Facebook. I love yeah. hanging out on Facebook, but the one thing that pisses me off about Facebook, and I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure you've had this experience are the people on your friends list who you may know vaguely or not, but who mm-hmm. literally never, never like or comment ever. And then after four years, they'll comment just to say something negative about something you like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand that. I can't stand that at all. Like it really pisses me off. And I had somebody do that to my post about everything everywhere all at once. They were just like, I found it really boring. I couldn't stay awake. Like I was so bored when I left and I was like, all right. I mean, I cried my eyes out like three times. I thought it was just like really great. And she was like, huh, I never really got that. I don't get what all the hype is. So I literally just comment. I just reply back. Okay. Which is the best response when somebody wants to have a fight with you or an argument with you and you don't want to have an argument with them is just say, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So that was uh, just something worth mentioning real quick because that movie was very, very good. And I think you would have, been, I, I really did think of you a lot and not just because there were a bunch of Asian people in it and you love anime and stuff and Asian culture, but more so because of the temperament and the message. Um, and the movie had a lot to say about being a Pollyanna for those who don't know uh, a positive person, like a very, like an outward, outwardly constantly positive person that mm-hmm. I really appreciated. Cause most movies don't really, they don't really glorify being a Pollyanna. They kind of glorify being curmudgeonly to an extent, especially stuff like Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty's like, I'm not saying that they went out to glorify being like a curmudgeon or whatever, but they definitely make Rick super cool while being super smart and super mean a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually people kind of laugh at the person who's always positive and the movie really posits a different kind of understanding of being a Pollyanna that I really enjoyed. I I thought it was a, sorry. Sorry. No, no, you can keep going. I just, I'm just dealing with gigs right now. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you were doing. So that's what's uh, what's on my mind is everything everywhere all at once. Uh, and I love that title. It took me a while to remember it perfectly, but now I got it down pat. So now that we're almost eight minutes into the show, I can actually say what I was, what I was getting at at the beginning, which is uh, you had a very busy morning. Yeah. You it's found okay, out some, some okay. news that you, you know, weren't expecting. Yeah. And now your um your uh, we just we discussed how to phrase it and now i can't remember your uh, employment is changing your employment mm-hmm. is going to change it's going to mm-hmm. shift and it's going to shift from having kind of a more traditional job kind of uh, having a traditional job to you're going to be leaning much more into going into business for yourself as a home inspector mm-hmm. which i think is a good thing because i think that that's what you need to be doing I think Mm -hmm. that you are good at home stuff. You have, I know what you're thinking. You're like home stuff. Like, Oh wow. He can't even be specific. No, I literally, I can't be specific because you literally like houses. That's not what I was. That's not what I was thinking at all. Oh, what were you thinking? I was thinking, gets me. (laughs) No, there's no way, you know, that I'm good at home stuff. Nobody knows that they just, everybody just thinks that, but you're wrong. Okay. Well, first of all, you're you're pushing in the wrong way because that's not a fair statement. I believe that passion is more important. And the fact that I know that I've known you for like oh gosh, I mean over 10 years and you've always been passionate about homes and houses. You've mm-hmm. always been passionate about them. You have a natural curiosity about structures, in particular houses. I, I haven't really heard you go on and on and on about a non-residential building. They're just not as cool. See? 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 You nerd? I mean, I mean, they're cool, too. It's just, you know, like, houses are, I think houses are pure. Like, when people are like, oh, that's an <laughs> evil house or a bad house. It's like, that's not true. Houses can't be bad. Who's, who's they, saying the house is evil? Are you talking you about know? like the Amityville horror or something? Yeah. And like the, the, <laughs> the travel channel when they're like, oh, an evil house. No. <laughs> we go to How- the most evil houses in the world. Yeah. There's no such thing as an evil house because houses are made with like like with only good things in mind, like just to shelter people, like even houses for slaves. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. I You're mean, like, it's better than not having a house. Leave it to Henrik. He's always ready with the curveball. Anytime, anywhere, Curveball Kuto is here to save the day. Yeah. I apologize uh, <laughs> for that one. So, but no, I, I mean it. That's why I say I think you'll be good at home stuff is because you are interested in houses. And I think that if you have a passion towards something, you're going to do an infinitely better job than somebody who's doing it just for the money. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm getting at. That's why I was supportive the entire time you were studying to become a home inspector. I was like, well, it makes perfect sense. Like, if you're not going to sell houses, you, I, I just see you being involved in in the sale of houses and the purchasing of houses, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that <clears throat> your career has been kind of at an impasse for a while now, for a lot longer than, you know, you would care to admit, I'm sure because you had an opportunity and now you're not sure that opportunity is going to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've got a lot of hard choices ahead. You know, you've got hard decisions about, are you going to try to make that partnership work? Or are you going to go out into the world fully solo? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, not fully solo. You got gigs, you know, she doesn't inspect houses. She could. She just no. would have to want to. No, she can't because she doesn't have all of her nose. And I don't want her to come in contact with dangerous things. And I don't know how to get a respirator mask for a cat. First of all, I'm surprised you don't know how to get a respirator mask for a cat. I feel like that would have been one of the first things you would have figured out. I literally don't think that there are any. <laughs> well, I, I figured you'd be more afraid gigs would start chewing on drywall. No, she doesn't eat drywall. She eats efflorescence. It's different. <laughs> what is efflorescence? It's when it's when water seeps through basically like masonry, like like concrete and um, bricks and stuff. And it, um, it when it dries, it leaves like the water comes through and it takes all the little salt guys with it. And then when it dries, it leaves the salt deposits on the other side of the wall. Okay. And so it's like white flaky stuff. But Salty, it's basically stuff. Yeah, it's basically salt and she likes to eat it. Do you have a lot of it at your house? I have some in my basement. Yeah. Ah, and Giggs does she, like the basement. She just goes down there and licks it. So <laughs> that's uh that's good for her. It's good to have hobbies. I mean, it's something I've always wanted to try, so I'm glad <laughs> that one of us can. One of us has the courage to try with efflorescence. Yeah. Efflorescence. Okay. So, uh, what was I going to say? So I do think though, this is a good thing. And I know that you're skeptical, but I think that sometimes we, in life, we need that kick in the butt Mm -hmm. to, to make a decision that may be hard or scary. And I've been there. I know. I mean, it's not like I wasn't going to make the decision, though. It's not like I had any plans to not make the decision. So it's a little frustrating. When were you planning on making the decision? Oh, I was going to wait until the end of this month. And then I was going to reach out to said person and be like, hey. Oh. I'm leaving you, basically. I, Um, I meant about the change of employment. Oh, when I had a, when I had enough money coming in, or any any no, I'm not. It'll no, never come be on. enough money. That's the way it works. That's not even that's not even words. I like mean, no, when no. there was when there was like a significant amount of money that I could be like, okay, let's let's do. It. When it was like there was money, and then also like it started getting like there were an, enough inspections that like I was having trouble scheduling them into the days that I was available. Okay. No, I actually, I agree. I'm I'm not just trying to be uh, combative or whatever. That's not my, not my goal. I just, uh, I just meant I've known you long enough to know how long you take to say, leave a job, mm-hmm. you know? So that's my, my only point was just that I, I know that it takes you a long time to, to get, get up and go. I don't deny yeah. that, or I don't doubt that you would leave if, and when, sorry, I'm, dealing with some technical stuff. Uh, I don't deny that you would uh, up and leave when the time came, but I think that it might've taken a really long time. I mean, 
I, I, it's possible. It's, it's really hard to tell. But I also don't think, and I know that I, I usually take a really long time to quit. But I actually don't think that that's ever really hurt me. I never um, said it hurt you. Not at all. And I, I mean, and that wasn't what I was trying to get at. And I, I wasn't trying to like say, here's your goddamn flaw, Michelle. Let me tell you how to fix your life. That wasn't what I was, what I was getting at. I, I just, it's just, it's not a, a, a criticism. It's just an observation is that mm-hmm. you, you, you hang tight for quite a while. Um, real quick, uh, David Denoyer sent me this and now don't you feel stupid? No, I already know about that. In fact, that picture is saved on my computer. So. <laughs> it is a photo of a kitty with a face mask mask, uh, over its entire head with eye holes cut out. <laughs> There's no way that works. See, that's not going to work. Why wouldn't it work? Because those holes make it not functional. Also, that's not that mask is not going to prevent her from getting all the mold and sicknesses. In the uh, it needs to be an N95. I, w- I want to get her a P100. Ooh, look at you. Yeah. P100. Okay. Okay. Well, so I, I'm not, I'm, uh, my point is just that you're going to be highly motivated now mm-hmm. and at least, I mean, but then that's a positive. So I'm not saying that you need to look at me and go, Henrik, you're right. I'm glad this thing happened. That's not what I, what I expect at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's a lot of good that can come from this. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> no, not, not really. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, that's all I wanted to say. I mean, when I got fired from my job, I was terrified. I, I remember crying my whole drive home mm-hmm. and I, I, yeah, but I, I, I got up afterward and just kind of made it work. You know, I put myself out there and, and started trying to earn money in a new way. Um, mm-hmm. Well, in a, in a new way ish, you know, in a more intensive way, because when I got let go from my day job, I really wasn't making much money in movies. I just wasn't losing money in movies anymore, which is a huge step forward. Uh, if you know anything about being an independent filmmaker, if you Mm -hmm. can make it not a liability, you're pretty, you're pretty big winner. Um, but I just remember like for a solid day, I really felt like my life was fucked. Yeah. And then I realized that, uh, that it was up to me. And I, I think as far as, uh, as choices for arbiter of my well being go, I'm going to choose me over anybody else. And I think you should always choose you over anybody else. Cause you got a good head on your shoulders, Michelle. Hmm. It's debatable. <laughs> How's it debatable? Give one it's counterpoint. A- um, I don't know. Well, Michelle, explain how you're stupid because I I don't buy it. I am. I am really, really stupid. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. What? You're not stupid. Yeah, I am. You've done a really good job with your life. I, you know, I don't think so. Why not? Because I haven't. I, I don't. I don't, there's no reason to think that I've done a good job. What? That's so bizarre to me. You've done a Sorry. great job. No. You have a beautiful home. You have a very sweet, almost wholly intact cat. Um, You're a fiercely creative person. Your comics are super good. I love reading them. I still listen to your music, even though we're, we're friends, you know, I still listen to your music. Like we're not friends. Like I just listen to it. Cause I like it. The only difference is now it makes me think of our friendship. So that, which mm-hmm. is a nice bonus, but there's no, there's no world where you're a failure to me. I don't, I don't get that at all. Oh, thanks. You've also done a good job of maintaining yourself of being you. And I don't, I, a lot of people would be very jealous of that. But at what cost? <laughs> I mean, what, what does it cost you? Uh, probably like a normal career. Do you want life. a normal career? No, but I wish that I did. 
I don't think that's how expectations work. I don't think you can be mad that you don't want a thing and didn't get it. No, <laughs> you don't understand. I'm listening. I, I, it would be good if I was more normal, but I don't know how to do that. But I, but I, but I, it would be good. You could absolutely pretend to be something you're not. You're yeah. underestimating yourself. It would not be no. difficult. It, all you have to yeah, do is look. Would. All you have to do is look to the person next to you and be like them. That is literally no how you here. do it. Well, not in your house. I meant you know in the world, but that's but that's the truth. Lots of people follow and do what they're told, you know, and not just directly, but in in societally. Mm-hmm. And. As a big old weirdo, I can tell you how many people express to me that they're kind of jealous that they didn't be more maybe true to themselves. And that's not to say that everybody who's, I hate to use the term average because nobody's truly average. I think that's, you know, it's a really unfair point, but it's also the only word that really fits for just a person who kind of somewhat fits in, mm-hmm. you know, because every per- every time you see somebody with, you know, like a crew cut you know, uh, wearing a button up, doing a jobby job, they're probably like super into manga or something, you know, it's a secret, but it's not really a secret. It's just, most people don't follow them home and see all the weird pictures of girls with their tongues out and their eyes crossed, you know? So, (laughs) but, but I'm serious though. I meet a lot of people who tell me like, who tell me, you know, I wish that I, and I don't take this as an insult. You know, I wish that I was brave like you to like Mm -hmm. just dress the way I want and, and say the things I think. And I never take that as anything other than a very, very thoughtful compliment because Mm -hmm. that is a thoughtful compliment. It isn't always easy to just be yourself. It's not easy at all, but part of, in my opinion, and this is one of the reasons, because I don't buy, you know, this about me, but maybe some people who are listening to this don't, I don't buy this whole adulthood shit that people, you know, oh, I got to go adult. I got an adult now. Like, oh, I hate being an adult. I don't buy that. I don't. Now, don't get me wrong. Ta- paying taxes sucks Sucks a big, a big dick, and I hate it. But I don't buy that. To me, being an adult is doing difficult things. And the easy thing to do is to conform. The easy thing to do is to do what's expected of you always. What's hard to do is to break others' expectations because you care about your own expectations of yourself. Yeah. And no matter how many other people you make happy, at the end of the day, it's just you with yourself. It's true. We all die alone. I mean, maybe yeah. with some passengers in the car, but we all die alone <laughs> at the end of the day. No, but, but we, we, you know, to an extent we all die alone and you know, there's a saying I always like, cause I, you know, you meet a lot of people who want to run away from a problem. They're, mm-hmm. they're positive. You know, oh, I just need to reset my life. I'm going to move to this place or that place or whatever. And it's almost always a place that everybody moves to, to do that, by the way, which is really obnoxious. Cause I couldn't imagine most of the people I know who are so obnoxious, they're like, I have to move in order to find myself. Like, you know, I'm going to go to Portland. I'm like, God, if mm-hmm. Portland is full of people like you just searching for themselves, I would not enjoy hanging out there very much. Yeah. It sounds like it would be obnoxious, but there's a saying I've always loved, which is no matter where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. So you, Michelle, one of the reasons I believe that we get along so well is you, I do believe whether you know it or not, follow a very similar lifestyle that I do, which is I would like to be a good friend to myself. That doesn't mean that it, that you were succeeding every day or even many times a week that we're succeeding, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the goal I have personally. And one of the reasons I try to be honest with myself and I try to be who I would like to be. Because when it's Thursday night and, you know, nobody is, uh, nobody is here and I'm just sitting and watching television. I want to like the person I'm on the couch with. Yeah. I didn't get any cookies. You didn't get any cookies? No. What what are you talking about? I was, I just remembered, I just remembered that I went to the store and I didn't buy everything I was supposed to buy. I'm sorry. What are you missing? cookies just cookies and tortillas and tortillas what kind corner yeah. flour 
flower. Oh, I guess that's okay. I guess. Sorry. I'm sorry. I totally derailed your. No, you, thing. you. I mean, it was weird, but no, you're fine. You're fine. My point is that it's important to be yourself for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people, how, I mean, how many tragedies in life come from a denial of self? I don't know. Lots. <laughs> Lots of tragedies come from a denial of self. Not being able to be who you want to be is, is a, is a curse. It really, really is. So God damn it. That's why I'm proud of you. And that's why I, th- I would never doubt that you are a success because you have, I have watched you never compromise where it matters in all the time I've known you and where it matters to you. So I don't know why, you know, you have these weird fantasies that you just wish you were, you were somebody else where you just wish that you had other goals. And I mean, I get like that sometimes too. Sometimes I'll be like, why couldn't I just be okay with like a thing? Mm -hmm. Why do I need to chase, spend my whole life chasing, but you know what? If you're not going to spend your whole life chasing, I mean, it's your life to do what you want with it. If chasing makes you happy, you should chase, chase the things that matter. Don't chase the things that don't matter. Cause one day you'll wake up and you'll realize, Oh, I spent all this time only worrying about the things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. When what you should have been worrying about was like manga and, and, and watching anime with subs and not dubs and you know, the good stuff, the important things in life. Right. I like how okay. I pick on you. I like how I pick on you. It's like, meanwhile, Henrik has a, a full Amityville horror home video poster collection. Cause I only deal with what really matters. <laughs> but, I like only yeah. have one anime poster. Like, um, well then we got to send you one. What, what do you want? I'll get you one. No, 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 no. I don't Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I will. Yeah, I know. What kind of cookies were you going to get anyway? I don't know. I was just going to go to the store and I was going to find cookies. Like, because like I ran out of cookies. Chip or. I, I don't know why this is relevant. I'm Because I'm hungry. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I might not have even been cookies. I just wanted like a dessert thing. A dessert thing, a desert thing. I, I, I can't ever tell the difference between dessert and desert. I don't know about you. But I struggle. You don't know how many of the S's you're supposed to put in it? It's like banana. I just keep adding A-N-A-N-A-N. Like, I never end it. Like, it just never ends. If I'm if you ask me to spell banana, it's never going to end. So, with dessert, with dessert, it has two S's? Because you want more dessert? That's how you remember it. <laughs> is, that, is that actually, is that how you do it? Yeah. Well. It's the same thing with dinner. As opposed to diner. Diner. Dinner oh, dinner. dinner. That one's easy because I can. I feel like I can really hear the extra N in dinner. Okay. But with dessert versus desert, des- yeah. I kind of hear the two S's vaguely, but maybe I just want to be difficult. Did you think about that? Did you think about know. that? Kind of. Well, I, uh, I, I don't know. I just want you to know that you're loved and that I see you. Thanks. I'm sorry. I know that many times when you and I have had even vaguely heated uh, conversations about life or whatever, I always get to, I always get to turn you in on yourself because you've made the mistake of letting me get to know you. So, (laughs) so I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry that I, that I always turn you on you. That's okay. So what's an anime poster that would make you happy? No. I'll get you an anime poster. No, no, because I have to decide. It would have to be a, a good poster for whatever it is. And maybe that thing doesn't have a good poster. And maybe that's why I don't have a poster for it. I mean, that could be. I yeah, suppose. Yeah, that sounds like that's the reason. Hmm. I don't know. Sounds made up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you could use an anime poster. What do you What do you want? What kind of anime poster? Let's find you one. No, I don't want to. Do we need to go on Amazon? 
No, they don't really have any good ones. I mean, that's even better, right? Bad anime posters is even better than good anime posters, right? I mean, not if you want to put it in your house. It's not. No. Anime posters. You know, when you look up anime posters, if you just look up anime and then the, the thing that you want, you always get bad things. Uh, you're like, if you look up anime, you always get bad things. How yeah. about the player poster, huh? No. Ooh, uh, Alan, I apologize, Alan. We we weren't looking at the chat very much. I um, was, but I was being nice and not saying anything. He commented, spoken truth, my friend. Shoot, I will send her one too. Hey, we could all team up and get you uh, and get you some anime posters. You so, guys don't want to do that. And then he said you should get an original Akira poster. You like Akira, mm. right? No, I don't know. Not really. <laughs> Andrew Shearer. Hey, Andrew, I haven't seen you in here before. Uh, he said, love y'all. You're amazing, Michelle. And I have videotape to prove it. I mean, he does. Thanks. Ooh, what about Ninja Scroll? No. You don't like Ninja Scroll? Hmm. Why don't you like fun anime? I I don't like anything, so it'd be really hard to get me something. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Wait, what? I mean, I know you like Dr. Stone. Yeah. I know you like, um, uh, Gurren Lagan. Yeah. Oh, did I look? Oh, I didn't look up poster. Dr. Stone poster. Ooh, look how ripped he is. This, see, I don't like them. You don't like the what about the one with even less with less abs? I can't really see it. It's tiny. Well, that's life. Okay, I'll click on it. See? Yeah, I got a stone. No. And he's got a science speaker. Yeah. What? I'm just saying. You yeah, know. I... I mean, don't you I I'm just saying, Michelle. That I accept you as the weeb that you are, and I believe you can do very great things. Thanks. I'm sorry that sometimes your brain lies to you and tells you you're not good, because you are very, very good. Thanks, though. I mean that. You're a, you're a great friend, and I'm very thankful to have you in my life. And I'm very thankful that you sat down with me like 115 times to do stupid podcasts and live streams. Mm. <laughs> what? No, I don't like, know. Ah. But I do think that you, I've been saying since, since you started taking home inspection instruction that I feel like that's just obviously where you need to end up mm -hmm. is you need to end up working for yourself. Yeah. So here you are. You know, on your way. I mean, we'll see. It could just really, really not work out at all. And then I'd, I have to do something else that's bad, like normal. Uh, you, I don't think you're going to fail. Because in order for you to fail, you have to quit. Yeah, but what if you have to quit because you don't ever get any home inspections? I mean, that would be bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have, have any have home to... inspections right now. Yeah, but you haven't been looking at all. Well, someone's supposed to be doing that for me. Yeah, and maybe it's time that it becomes you. Yeah. I mean, have I talked to you about the movie Alive before? I don't know. Do you know what the movie Alive is? No. It's about that soccer team that, that got stranded in the Andes and had to had. Oh, to yeah, start we did talk each other. about it. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of that movie and one of my favorite parts of the true story mm -hmm. is they had a radio that was busted and all they could do was listen. They couldn't broadcast. Mm -hmm. And every day they heard the news about how they were being looked for. Mm -hmm. You know, they were sending search parties everywhere to find the soccer team. And then one day they announced they weren't looking anymore. Yeah. And everybody was super, was super sad, except one guy, the guy who ended up kind of leading the group. Because he said, well, this is good. And people were like, how can you say this is good? And he said, because now it's up to us. Now we're not going to sit around and wait for somebody to come and rescue us. Now we're going to get ourselves out of this mm -hmm. because now we're the only ones responsible. I think that that's an important life lesson. And that's something to take to heart 
in anything you do is if it's up to you, you can accomplish it. You can. Okay. I mean, you can, I've, I've watched you accomplish so many things. Did you think you would have a, a beautiful house by now? Um, I don't know. I mean, you're on your second house. I mean, not that you own two houses, but you know, you're on your, you've, you bought a house and then you sold that house and bought a nicer house uh-huh. because you made a plan and you stuck with it mm-hmm. and that's what you wanted, right? Yeah. You wanted those damn high ceilings that I'm so jealous of. They're not high. They're just normal height. They're ceilings. not normal height ceilings, oh, Michelle. Can you touch them without standing on a chair? No, because they're normal. They're not. How high are your ceilings? Like eight feet. They're like that is not normal. My house's ceiling is like barely over seven foot. That's crazy. I can like get on my tippy toes and touch my ceiling. I'm just saying you have high. I'm not saying you have cathedral ceilings. I'm saying you have high ceilings. I wish that I had high ceilings. That was all I was getting. High high ceilings. You have an attic, right? I I guess I could like just bust through. Yeah, and just make them (laughs) higher. I man, if I could afford to, I would at least in one bedroom. In the bedroom, I take photos. My photo studio. I'd love to have mm-hmm. high ceilings, so I could fit all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instead, I just photograph people on their knees so that I can get the height of the light. Really? And then sometimes, huh. if there's like a really specific type of headshot somebody wants with a very specific type of lighting, sometimes they have to stand on their knees so that I can get the light up in the right space and snap mm-hmm. their picture. You'll never notice. Yeah. So. Because the background's just a big blob of gray anyway. No one will ever know. Yeah. If you're worried about work, Michelle, you can always come and co-host this cartoon show I'm going to do with me. We're not going to make any money. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, Thanks. I didn't mean it like that. Uh-huh. I don't think. Uh-huh. What'd you, what did you mean it like then? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's hurtful. I'm sorry. Uh, I, for the few of you listening, I think I'm not a hundred percent yet, but I'm pretty close to a hundred percent that I'm going to do a, a children's show, um, and try to get it released, released, released on Tubi, released on Tubi, um, where I'm going to host old cartoons. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really considering doing it. You can be my co-host. No one will want me to talk to children. Why not? Because I don't know how to talk to them. How, how, do you, how do you usually talk to a child? I, I run away. <laughs> and then they chase after you like a rabid dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds about right. They, you, you have the perfect deal, or not deal breaker, icebreaker with children, which is just like, like, hi, and the kid's like, hi, and you're like, you can touch my hair. And they're like, yes. And that's pretty much, and then they like you. That they don't do that, really. They don't? No. Kids don't want to touch your hair? Does it scare them? Are they afraid? No, they just don't really care. Oh. I mean, at least they're polite. Do children just look at you and go, I'm indifferent to you, like right in your eyes? Yeah. And then they just walk away uh-huh. and into the void. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I won't make you host. You could have been Auntie Chell because it's going to be Uncle mm-hmm. Henny. So you could have been Auntie Chell. Yeah. Which is now what my dogs are going to call you if they spoke English, which they don't. Oh. Oh. You're Auntie Chell to them now. Not that they, yeah. They, I mean, they're never going to say it, but all they occasionally nice, say is working. Even that's not even that much anymore. Oh. Well, I mean, Henwolf still barks quite a bit. Chicano's a little instigator. Every now and then he'll start barking uh, to get mm-hmm. her all riled up and then he'll stop barking. And he'll be like, look what a good dog I am. <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a bitch. Literally. Literally. Mom was a female dog. So I'm sorry that you're having a hard time. Thanks. And change is really difficult. I um I had posed out I, I to the live people, but it seems like... um. The stream's kind of low, low power today. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd love to hear if anybody who's listening has an, uh, an example of a big change in their life that they were scared of that turned out. Okay. Hopefully, um, we got Ray Mattis commented. The only children I like are of the corn. (laughs) 
<laughs> he who walks the rose. Have you ever seen those children of the corn movies? No, they're good. Uh, I mean, uh, once you get to part six and seven, it's pretty, they're pretty bad, but, but mm. I really, I like them because children of the corn one, two, and three are just kind of like, they're fun and they kind of follow a certain mythos or whatever. And then children of the corn four and five are just like, anyway, here's some teenagers in a cornfield. They're all getting killed now. Oh, Paul Lee just said, I'm doing one right now. 52nd episode drops this week. Cartoons for four hours on Saturdays. So you're hosting cartoons. That's cool. Yeah. I'm trying to put together a package of hosted cartoons and, and sell it kind of like popcorn fodder because popcorn fodders ended up being a decent seller. I mean, it's not doing insane business, but it's, it's getting a lot of viewership. And I thought maybe I could do something in the kids section. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be fun. Also, I look like a walking, talking, breathing cartoon anyway. So why not? I had no idea you host cartoons. Where do you, where do you host them? Do you do it on Tubi or where are you doing it? Uh, cause I haven't seen a lot of hosted content on there. That's one of the other reasons I've been like, I bet I could do something like that over there. So Michelle tomorrow, mm-hmm. when you wake up, what are you going to do? I don't know. I have to have breakfast. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, pretty much. I have to also feed gigs. Let's see. Oh, we got a comment from Ray Mattis. I don't think it cut his comment off, but maybe it did. Um, But it says, Ooh, I do. I went through seven years of college, three damn degrees to be a good cop. The summer I graduated, I got flung from a car and lost my sense of smell. Guess what? No cop jobs now. Because you can't smell? Uh, <clears throat> then he says, but I got back on my feet and am doing well. Taught for a while and trained security officers to name a few gigs. Ray's a cool guy and a very talented musician. Um, oh, Patty's in the chat. Hi, Patty. Patty Stevens is in there. We've been talking about heavy things today. I think I, and I've made Michelle cry. She probably hoped that the webcam was too low quality to show her tears. I totally saw them. I know. I know. I could, I could tell cause I could see them. So I was oh, like, Oh, that's yeah. yeah, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah. <clears throat> so Michelle is going through uh, a major life change, a change in uh, a somewhat of a change in employment and going to be leaning into being self-employed. And I encourage all of you to, to throw your support to Michelle because she is a damn good person, a damn talented human being and a damn good friend. And if you guys want to buy her anime posters on Amazon, just let me know. We can order her the worst anime posters possible um, because that's what she said she wanted. No, She was like, like, she just wants like, you know, just like, but like, um, Ooh, Mango wall art, mango, mango wall art decal. All. Thanks. And he said, Michelle is awesome. Oh, Ray Mattis also commented. He said, yeah, no cop jobs in Pennsylvania without a sense of smell. Can't smell alcohol in a driver's bath, oh. bath breath, a meth lab, etc." You don't gotta smell a meth lab. You just, there's equipment in there, right? I mean, I think I think it would be safer to be if you smelled the meth lab. Look, we could get you this. I don't know what that is. It's a, a 12 scroll. by 36 uh, wall art decor poster. No. I mean, look, it's got Dr. Stone on it. Yeah. Look how happy he is. He's science. Yeah, he's science. 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 I didn't mean to click on that again, (laughs) but no, damn it, Michelle. I know that you're not going to just like instantly feel better or something, but I I want you to know that, you know, I'm here for you. And a lot of people think you're, you're smart and good. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure that uh, that is true. Anyone who's listening to this, not live can send an email to this show is awkward at gmail.com. Let Michelle know you think she's awesome. There aren't a ton of listeners of this show, but a lot of people like you, Michelle. That's because they don't know me. <laughs> if they knew you, what would they find out? They would find out that I'm not likable. 
What makes you not likable? I don't know. Probably most of the things about me. Like what? I don't know. Patty's right. She said, be kind to yourself, Michelle. But if I'm not mean to myself, who's going to be mean to me? Uh, I mean, if that's an actual problem you have in life, I would like that problem, please. Like as soon as possible. Uh Oh, David said something. It's probably, it's probably bad. Um, he said, it's completely understandable to be nervous about breaking away from current employment situations. It took me about 10 years to find my place and lots of trial and error. But once you find a place you feel valued, you value and love yourself more. Um, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good point for, for Dave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we both know Michelle that you're not built to be in the straight world. Right. We both know that. Right. I mean, I've been doing it though. Right. Yeah. Very well. So I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe this is all that I can do. No, that's not how that works. You can do it. That doesn't mean that that's what you want. What you want does matter, Michelle. No, not if it doesn't work. It doesn't. Yes, it does. Failure is an even better thing. Failure means trying and trying means living. Uh, Craig Cohen commented, you're cool, Michelle. And I sing lines from your songs often, like, not that any of it matters, but I'm all right. Thanks. Why don't you sing it, Michelle? Go on. No. Acapella for everybody. No. <laughs> but I, I do. I think this is going to be a great thing for you. Thanks. So, I, but no, don't get me wrong, though. I think it's going to be scary for sure. But I mean, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't scared at the way I make a living. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified. I'm buying a house this year. I'm terrified. It's going <laughs> to be okay. Thank you. I wasn't like averting. I was trying not to burp into the microphone. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's why I made that look of like, no, thank you for saying that. I do appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying my best to, to be strictly positive. Um, Oh, Patty said, I was listening to the show last week about Henrik clipping dog toenails. Just so you know, I recently accidentally clipped my dog's toenail down too far and it bled. Mm-hmm. I have this powder on hand that stops the toe from bleeding. It's yeah. called uh, Stipic Powder. Mm-hmm. Stipic, Stipic, Stipic Power Powder. Um, so I have to close it down to read the rest of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I have this powder that stops the bleeding just in case. It was the first time I clipped down too far and I've been doing his nails for a long time. No, I appreciate the suggestion. I might buy some of that, but the super glue works just as well um and and probably doesn't burn quite as much um but you do have to sit there because i've used a stipic pencil on my face when shaving to stop bleeding instantly it's just a stick of it and you wet it and then rub it and it burns like a goddamn son of a bitch but then it stops it stops bleeding you know pretty quickly um david said i think it's a perfect time for her to watch everything everywhere all at once like you mentioned well I mean, I, if I thought I could get Michelle to go to the, to the movie theater, I would buy her a ticket. What yeah, if I, what if I bought, if I bought the ticket so that it, my money will go to waste if you don't go? Um, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I could give it to somebody else. Who, who would you give it to? I don't know. There's people. No, there aren't. I could just go and be like, here's a part. Here you go. Here's a ticket. I'll call ahead and say that this woman is going to be here scalping tickets. Oh and no. Then and then they'll chase you off for doing that. So I can't go. You, you don't know where I'm going to go to give the person a ticket. I don't have to go to the movie theater. I could just go to a place where people have cars and be like, here you go. <laughs> and be like, here's your ticket. And they're like, Oh God. And they're like, Oh, it's a movie ticket. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were the most undercover cop ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just like stand by someone's car and I'll look like I'm writing something and they'll be like, oh my God, I was just gone for like an extra minute and I'll just hand them the ticket to the, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, yeah, David said it'll hit streaming in May probably. Sounds about right. So, well, Michelle, I, I do think you're going to be all right. Thanks. And I think that everybody, I can speak for everybody who's hanging out with us right now when I say that we're all looking forward to your progress. Thanks. So I think that's very, very accurate that we're all, I mean, chat room, you know, sound off. Are we all looking forward to Michelle's progress? Because I am looking forward to Michelle's progress. So I am. 
<clears throat> excuse me. I did not get a drink before the show. Yeah. So I'm having a little bit of a hard time with my my voice. Uh, Ray Mattis said, absolutely. And Ray's a buddy to have. He lives not far from you. He's a good dude. Next time I come and see you, me and uh, me and Ray are going to get together probably while you're working or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie Morris uh, said, you go, Michelle. Freddie's a good dude. I think that's the Freddie I know. I'm pretty sure it's the Freddie I know. The 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 I could be crazy though, but I think that's the Freddie Morris I know. Freddie's a cool dude. Wow, a lot of people are chiming in. Uh Patty Steven said, Michelle, I went from working fast food and retail to working for a major law firm. I was there for 10 years. I never thought in a million years I would be working for a law firm. I never underestimate yourself. Thanks. Craig Cohen said, yes, muscle growth, progress. <laughs> and then, oh, Kristen Picone said, I just joined, so I don't know what we're talking about, but progress is good. Yay, progress. <laughs> we're we're talking. It's good to see you, Kristen. Oh, uh, <laughs> Freddie Moore says, it is. And they said, you're not crazy. Okay. I just want to make sure, because like all of a sudden I was like, wait, I don't recognize the profile picture. And maybe uh, this is like a different Freddie Morris, because I'm sure there's at least two. Uh, so, but Freddie's cool guy works, uh, has a really cool podcast. Uh, and, um, I think he just released a music, uh, an, a music album hmm. or, or was it a single? Uh, he, I'm sure he'll, he'll chime in for me in a minute, but, uh, he released some music piece. I'm pretty sure. Um, do you know the name Michelle Seku S E K O U? That sounds like a Japanese name. Can Seku? you spell that again? S E K O U. I don't know. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting name. Uh, Freddie Moore said, I have released a single. Well, tell us what it is so people can check it out. Tell everybody where they can, uh, they can check it out. I mean, there may only be 10 of us hanging around, but hanging out with each other, but we all, we are all kind and giving people. And uh, for Kristen, who just uh, tuned in, uh, Michelle's having a bit of a life change and a change in employment. And she's going to be going all in on being self-employed, and going all in for herself. And I could not be more proud of her because she is a talented, skilled human being. And not only that, she's kind and kindness is so important. And I don't know why you look at me. Like I, like that's crazy that I think that I think you're kind. Um, Freddie Moore said grave dance instrumental part of some self care. Yeah. I, I saw that you were seemed like you were dealing with some stuff, Freddie. I hope you're, you're feeling better. And uh, I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, uh, Grave Dance instrumental. And he said, search me on Apple Music and or Spotify. Uh, I'm doing the same thing, Michelle. Oh, wow, Freddie, you're you're uh, you're going in on yourself. What? Uh, pardon me. Are you are you going in all in on the podcast or are you doing another endeavor? Uh, I would love to know, Freddie. And while we're waiting on that response, Michelle, I need you to do me a favor. Michelle, <laughs> over here. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the Uh, comments. Which is what you're not supposed to do. Michelle, I need you to go. um, Hold on. What is this? I need you to go outside to your table. I can't because I have my headphones on. You got to go. You got to go outside to your table. So what she doesn't know, guys, is I door dashed her all the groceries she was looking for. Um, so I, so she should have more than enough, uh, goodies to make her smile. So that was my decision I wanted to do while we were working. So that's why I was so rudely on my phone the whole time was I was actually getting her, um, her groceries ordered from DoorDash. So hopefully they got her everything that she was hope that she was needing because, uh, she's a damn good friend and I want to do nice things for her. And if you're uh, watching this, you should do something nice for somebody you love because it always pays dividends. It always makes you happy. Um, oh, hey, there's Michelle. Thank you. What happened? I don't know. Somebody left food there. <laughs> so I, I tracked them down and I gave, <laughs> I gave it back. You're like, wait, come back, Seku. That's who delivered your food. Was oh, okay. Um, so did you, did you check what's all in there? Yeah. Okay. Was it everything you need? Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. I just wanted to do that. Yeah, you 
didn't have to, though. I know. Really? I don't have to do anything but pay taxes. And even that I'm debating em- em- emotionally. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Freddie Morris said uh, he's going to do Night of the Living podcast and music. And he's going to lean in on his uh, for his living. Well, Freddie, I just want you to know, even though this show is about saying nice things to Michelle, I just want you to know, number one, Freddie, you absolutely can do it. You have a very good support system. And now with your focus, it's only going to grow more. And if there's anything I can ever do to help, uh, let me know. You know, I'm, I'm always happy to do whatever I can um, from one podcaster and creative to another podcaster and creative. I am totally, totally down. Uh, in fact, I just uh, my new TV series. Well, new to everyone now, uh, Boggy Creek, the series executive produced by Fred Olin Ray just dropped on Tubi TV. So if you want, if you ever need a, uh, uh, a guest to fill in a slot or something to talk about, whatever you just call me up or to just, you know, show any kind of support. I, I just wanted to say that because I like Freddie. He was very kind to me when I was doing my babysitter massacre Kickstarter. He was kind enough to do an entire podcast, just interviewing me to promote it. Very, very kind. That's very nice. And yeah, I'm, I try to be a supporter of his show too. So I, I hope he, I hope he's, he know you know that brother, I would totally, uh, I would totally do whatever you need if I can. Uh, Patricia said, Michelle reminds me of my friend Rose personality wise and even kind of sounds like her. So was she in a horrible accident or <laughs> that's what I feel like Michelle's wondering. Oh, and then people are responding to, to cause I told everybody what I did. Um, so they're saying like, Oh, and Kristen Picone said, nice. And Freddie Morris said, you're a sweetheart, Henrik. I, I try, I try. You guys are going to make me cry. Um, Patricia said, you're a great friend, Henrik. Thank you. Uh, Freddie Morris responded a bunch of hearts. And then he said, uh, what project or projects are you working on Michelle? Um, I think, I think you, you just probably meant like, why, like, what am I doing? That's going to earn money maybe and stuff, which is, I'm just, just leaning into home inspection. But, but for those who are not familiar with Michelle, Michelle's very passionate about houses. So I think this is actually a phenomenal fit for you. Maybe even a little bit better than being like a realtor or something. Um, Although that's still possible. You could still become a realtor or something later. No, I'm not saying you will. I was just saying you could potentially. Please please not. I don't want to sell houses. I don't want to sell bad houses. You just want to look at them. Yeah. You just want to go, man, this house is good. Or man, this house is bad. That's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah. And be like, look at all these problems. And everyone's like, oh no. And I'm like, but it's so cool. There's a hole here. <laughs> you, This hole is awesome. Yeah. Well, also tell Freddie where he can read your new comic. You do have um, a comic that you're publishing uh, pages for like every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a comic on either Webtoon or Tapas, depending on like where you like to get your web comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called At the End of Everything. And it's um it, on Webtoon it's it's under Canvas if you're looking for it. Wait, so Webtoon at at the end of everything, right? Mm-hmm. But good luck finding it. Oh, I'm finding it. Gigs. If you want to come up, you can. Oh God. What is she doing? She she's, she's doing her own thing. She wants me to pick her up. But I can't. Ay, ay, ay. Well, I was gonna copy and paste a uh a link, but it looks like that's actually harder to do than I was hoping. Yeah. Where's the share button? Well, if you go to webtoons, webtoons.com and type in at the end of everything, you'll find it under canvas. Oh, I, I could be, I should have, should have been showing the screen. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So if you type in at the end of everything, when you go to webtoons.com, you'll find, uh, right there. Canvas. There it is. You guys should really check it out because Michelle's put a lot of effort into it and made a really, really cool Really cool comic. Thanks. Freddie Morris said, that's awesome. We need good, honest people doing home inspections. Love comics. I'll check out at the end of everything. Thank you. Oh gosh, it's gigs. <laughs> gigs is like you. I, I saw you were crying. So I thought I thought I'd give you my butt because I'm yeah. a cat. So that's like what I have to offer is butt. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Kristen Picone said the plumbing is shot, but look at the detailing in these <laughs> wainscoting. <laughs> How do you say that? Wainscoting tiles? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good example. Um, yeah, it would be more like, it'd be more like, I know you like the wainscoting, but check out all these plumbing problems. <laughs> I don't like how positive the home inspector is about the problems. <laughs> oh man, this is so cool. There's water in every wall. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you see, Michelle, a lot of people think you're really nice and awesome. And some of these people have even like, have, have know you vaguely. So. <laughs> I mean... I... <laughs> Michelle has um, a bad case of cat tail in the face. Yeah. Uh, Keith Tomlin just commented, follow your passion. I can imagine how you feel about houses as an amateur cabinet maker. I find it difficult to resist looking at how other people's kitchen cabinet drawers and doors are constructed. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I love, um, like, you know, I, anything you love, you know, it's good to be around it. Yeah. <laughs> Patricia said, get her kitty. I think I think Giggs is saying that it's time for you to do something nice for yourself. Uh, I think Giggs wants me to do something nice for her. <laughs> well, I mean, that's nice for you, though. Uh, Ray Mattis just commented, my house has a cute and colorful front door. I guess you could say it's adorable. <laughs> 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 oh, Michelle. So um, I just need you to know that I think you're a fucking champion. Thank you. And you're you're not just smart, but you're tough. I'm you are totally tough. Just much. because just because you cry doesn't mean you're not tough. Crying okay. just means you feel stuff. That doesn't mean that you don't react to it properly. Yeah. You're, you're very brave. Thanks. So I have no doubt that you'll be successful and anything I can ever do for you, you know you just call me on the phone. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Anytime. Because you know what? You did it for me. You did it for me. You were there for me all the time during. You've been there for me for every scary moment of my career. Let alone some of the darkest times of my normal life, too. So. That's all I have to say about that. Sorry, I made you cry more. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kristen Picone said, you'd love my parents' house built in the 1700s doors that lead to nowhere and everything. Wow. They should have <laughs> made those leads somewhere. <laughs> I've always, you know, what I've always wanted Michelle. I've always wanted to have a home that had secret passageways. That's like a dream. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could make them. I mean, I've thought, I've thought about like, uh, like how much, how hard it would be to like make it a bookshelf that like goes into my photo studio or something. So it looks like <laughs> the walls cool. just end and then you, open yeah. but, uh, Ray Mattis commented. Yup. I know for a fact that Chuck Norris ain't got shit on Michelle. Thanks. So to wrap it up today, cause I'm getting kind of tired. My voice is getting kind of tired and I think you're going to run out of tears. If we're not careful, we have to really, we have to really like, you know, pace ourselves. Yeah. I want you to go enjoy those cookies I I sent you, and I want you to enjoy those tortilla I sent you. I hope they're okay. I got you taco size. Actually, I think I got mm -hmm. you taco and burrito size. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think you, I got yeah. you both. Um, because well, I was paranoid. Also, I get I get a discount on delivery if I buy a certain amount of stuff. So oh, I, I bought. So I yeah. bought more than the original plan because mm -hmm. I'll be damned if I pay six dollars for nothing. I'd rather pay twelve dollars for something. But uh, <laughs> but um. Gilbert Gottfried passed away this week, which made me very, very sad. He was somebody mm -hmm. that I, I really admired and thought was brilliant and hilarious. So I'm going to end the night with one of my favorite jokes that I actually just heard him tell yesterday when I was listening to a, a audio thing. So man, Michelle, you ready? I want to make sure you're ready first. Yeah, I'm ready. So a man walks into it. This isn't a totally filthy joke. This is just a really one of my favorites. So a man walks into a bar and he's getting shit faced. He's just drinking and drinking and drinking. And uh, eventually he gets so drunk, he vomits on himself, like on his shirt. And after he's like, oh, God, why did I, why did I, oh, God, why did I do this? My wife is going to kill me. And the bartender's like, what's the matter? And he's like, oh, God, if my wife finds out that I was spent, I spent tonight at the bar and got so drunk, I threw up on myself. She's going to divorce me. She's going to beat the shit out of me. She's going to kill me. And the bartender's like, all right, buddy. I got you covered. Here's what you do. Okay. He's like, Oh God, what? He says, take out your wallet. Okay. He's like, do you have a $20 bill in there? 
He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, take the $20 bill out of your wallet, put it in your shirt pocket. Now, when you get home, you tell your wife, oh, hey, honey, I was at the bar having a couple of drinks with my friends and some drunk guy like was drunk off his ass. He just threw up all over my shirt, but he felt so bad. He gave me a 20 to get it cleaned. And the drunk guy's like, oh, you think that'll work? And the guy's like, it works every time for everybody else in this bar. He's like, oh, you're a lifesaver. So later that night he gets home and his his wife sees him with his vomit all over his shirt. And she goes, well, I see you had a bit too much to drink tonight. And he goes, ah, it's not true, honey. Cause you see, see this, uh, this $20 bill in my pocket is cause another guy was getting really drunk and he threw up on my shirt, but he gave me $20 to get it dry clean. And his wife takes the money from him and goes, these are two twenties. Is like, Oh yeah. He also shit in my pants. So that's the note I'm going to leave this on. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for all of your positivity and your stories and your opinions. You guys are awesome. Uh, We'll be back next week around, around about uh, Freddie Morris said, ha 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 ha. I'll take it. Um, uh, uh, We'll be back around two o'clock next week, right? Wherever you're watching this, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook. So, um, uh, and we're getting Lameo from Ray Mattis. So until then we're going to take off Michelle. You got this. Thanks. No, I meant you got the final word. Oh no, 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 I don't want to. Okay, fine. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. You can email us at this show is awkward at gmail.com or go to awkward or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>